Radio Chaser, brought to you by Pizza Express. Your alibi delivered in 30 minutes or it's free. Pizza Express. The planet is heating up. People are restless. And the rich run everything. The revolution will not be televised, but it will be broadcast over the next hour live on Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, welcome to the Wednesday edition of Radio Chaser. We have Charles Firth, Andrew Hanson. My name is Dom Knight. Coming up, our exclusive quiz, heavy metal band or fungus. Another instalment of Trendy Foods from Andrew. And we're going to take a look at Australia's favourite bird. Don't go anywhere. Uh, I was thinking of planning a holiday this year. Were you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting, you know, I was getting a little bit frisky. I was feeling a little bit frisky. Mm. And uh, so I checked out the results of the Australia Talks survey. <laughs> yeah, because everyone goes to the ABC when planning a dirty weekend. Don't <laughs> I they? do. I go to the ABC website, and I, 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 they've got there. They've actually measured how often people do the business in Australia, mm. and they've created a kind of uh, kind of friskiness map, a heat map, a sort of a heat map, Charles. <laughs> yes, it's uh, to find out you know where the where people are doing it the most, where people are doing it the least. That the one town where nobody does it. In the whole of Australia is none other than Port Macquarie. Ah, yes. Right here in New South Wales. Port Macquarie is officially Australia's driest town. <laughs> <laughs> in the sense. I would have thought ABC headquarters at Ultimo would be the, the most sexless <laughs> yeah. place in Australia. But no, it's Port Macquarie. Well done. Yeah, can't imagine much going on there either. Not to be put off, however, the local tourism board has actually turned this into a positive. Hey, honey, how would you like a weekend away, just the two of us? A dirty weekend? No, a clean weekend. Oh, in Port Macquarie. If your marriage is falling apart, visit Port Macquarie. Named Australia's most sexless town. Choose from hundreds of places not to have sex in. Limeburners Creek. What are those skinny dipping? Nah, no, let's just stand beside the creek for a bit with our clothing buttoned up really tight. Well, that's sensible. G-Bung Picnic Area. My libido just went bung. Perpendicular point. There's no perpendicular point in my pants. Port Macquarie even boasts locations with sexy names to remind you what you're missing out on. Here we are at Nobby's Beach, sweetheart. But there'll be no Nobbies on this beach. Ooh, it's Willy Willy National Park. No, it isn't. And here we are at Blackbutt. Ah, uh, let's just move on from this one. Pour cold water on your relationship at Port Macquarie, the Long Johns of Australia. Triple M, Radio Chaser. Yes, it's Radio Chaser on Triple M, available as a podcast. Catch up with us anytime. Just put Radio Chaser into your podcast app of choice. I'm going to do this now while Charles is speaking. And the election results are in. The election yeah, Scott Morrison won. <laughs> Were you there? No, not that election. The The really important election... The Guardian Bird Poll election. Oh, of course, of course. I was on tenterhooks for this. Oh, yes, yes. So I don't know whether you remember, but for the past month, the Guardian has been running this poll about what is the most popular bird in Australia. Mm. And you'd think that it's a really dumb internet poll, right? It sparked about 20 op-eds. They were all incredibly (laughs) serious about why one certain bird should win and why the other. But not only that... It actually, they, they ran this serious article uh, uh, alleging voter fraud oh my in gosh. the bird poll. They detected rigging. Oh, has Vladimir Putin no. gotten involved in hacking this <laughs> well, election as well? There's actually lots of suspects. So what, what happened was there was automated voting was observed for the rainbow lorikeet, the mm. cockatoo, and the black-throated finch, mm. right? 
And um, so there were the three main suspects. Uh, personally, I think it was the magpies. Oh, yeah. Because they, mm. they're, they're very clever, the magpies, and they would have just been wanting to pitch two birds against each other. And, but, uh, no, the, I mean, the more sort of widely held opinion is that it, it was foreign interference, um, probably the Indian miners. Oh, or, those bloody Indian miners. Yeah. They're always yeah. mucking around with our, uh, yes. our natives and our, and our poles. Yes, they're so unpleasant. So, oh. so it's probably them. But whoever it was, you know, uh, they must have used Twitter to organise, I think. I think so. Yeah. Oh, the yellow card. That's <laughs> Come on. good. That's not good. Yellow card. That's a warning. Anyway, they, they ended up removing, this is honestly true, they ended up removing 4,000 votes from the poll oh. because they, they determined that they were illegitimate what? and suspicious. What? I mean, if you can't what trust the, the Guardian's bird poll, what can you trust nowadays in politics? Why would someone bother to cast 4,000 fake votes in a bird poll? <laughs> Seriously, have you got nothing better to do? Yes, they do have something better to do. They make attack ads. You may feel sorry for the black-throated finch because it's about to become extinct. But can you trust them? This footage shows the finch eating from the hand of a climate activist. But this footage shows the same bird eating from the hand of a coal miner. Which side is the black-throated finch really on? One thing's for sure, if the black-throated finch wins, your electricity bill will rise. Before you vote, ask yourself, where does the black-throated finch really get its birdseed from? Authorised by the Coalition of Magpies, Curlews and Emurens. I'm speaking very fast because this bloody magpie keeps swooping me. Get, get away! Radio Chaser. Triple M. Radio Chaser. Brought to you by Pizza Express. Great pizza, no sweat. Pizza Express. 104.9 Sydney's Triple M. It's your source of all things fashion, Radio Chaser, and never more so than when it comes to fashionable foods. Trendy, trendy, trendy foods. Ingredients. All right, Dummy and Charles. A lot of foods, believe it or not, contain alcohol. Yes. Foods that you wouldn't necessarily expect to contain alcohol. So I want you to order these foods from the least alcoholic to the most alcoholic. Oh. There are three of them. Rye bread, bananas, and zero alcohol beer. Well, we've all been on a banana bender. That's the most uh, alcoholic. Then bread, then the low alcohol beer. No, Dommy, you're wrong. You booked them in the exact opposite order. <laughs> the, the, you... Sorry, just that I had some low alcohol beer on the way in and I'm feeling pretty smashed. <laughs> yeah, me too. I ate too many bananas. No, this is absolutely true. The, the least alcoholic one is the zero alcohol beer. But even that can sometimes contain up to 0.05% of alcohol. Hmm. Zero alcohol beer is not necessarily zero alcohol at all. Now, uh, the one that's in the middle is actually rye bread. That's hmm. got that's got 0.18% alcohol, hmm. which is quite, you know, that's pretty boozy, rye bread. Yeah. So if um, you had like 12 rye breads in an hour. Mm. Oh, you'd be reeling. Don't, yeah. don't have rye bread and don't rye and drive. <laughs> That's right. Rethink your third <laughs> rye bread mode. <laughs> <laughs> wipe off five That's slices. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the most the most alcoholic is a banana. The thing with bananas, the riper they get, the more boozy they get. So if it's a really ripe banana <laughs> with brown spots, that's got 0.4%. Wow. It's, a, it's basically like a cocktail in a, in a skin. Now, Charles, 
Uh, bonus point for you, if you can guess this. I want you to guess the percentage alcohol level. Oh, you know, you, you sort of get, you know, strong drinks, um, some beers, I think are like 5%. Wine is what, tw- 11 or 12% or something? Yeah, yeah. One of the world's most alcoholic drinks is this vodka from Poland called Spiritus Deluxe. Well, actually, why don't you both tr- guess the percentage of alcohol and whoever's closest wins? Okay, I'm going to say, because I think vodka, it can be just anything, can't it? I'm going to say 99%. 73%. Oh, Charles is the closest. Um, no, but it wasn't 99. I don't think any vodka's 99. That's just, that's just not. That's just methylated spirits, isn't it? <laughs> no, but it is 96%. 96%. Yes! I don't know what qualifies as it as vodka. What's the 4% that's not <laughs> yeah. pure? Well, potatoes, Tommy. Healthy potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. High fiber potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> the Whiskey Exchange re- uh, says, quote, we highly recommend that it is never drunk neat. <laughs> About that one. Uh, anyway, I've had, a, I've had a very big day, so I'm off to get absolutely slaughtered on this loaf of rye. Triple M, Radio Chaser. Radio Chaser, brought to you by Pizza Express. Order the Prince Andrew special with extra guilt. Uh, I mean extra garlic. Pizza Express. Rock's greatest hits live here on Triple M, as do we at Radio Chaser. You have Charles, Andrew and Dom. And we were talking about how Disney Plus... Launched yesterday. How exciting! Yes, and and we uh, we got into it last night. And I'll tell you what, the Mandalorian, which is the new Star Wars TV series, it is the most intriguing TV series because what they've done is they've gone, we don't have enough Star Wars content. Mm. Mm. We're going to stretch it out across a whole television series. Yeah, I read someone saying that it's like a six-hour-long Star Wars movie, which is great if it's The Force Awakens mm. or awful if it's The Phantom Menace. I want to know which one it is. But I, well, I'm really disappointed in it, actually, because we started it, and instead of starting at episode four, they started it at episode one. Oh, that's, that's not, not Star, Star Wars, Wars tradition. Proper Star Wars. Yes, I had to explain to my kids why it didn't start at episode four. Yeah. Oh. You're supposed to watch like the yeah the good the good half first, yes. which is the second half, yes. and then the disappointing first half comes after. I mean, oh. ah, yes, it was terribly confusing just going from the start. Very excited with this service. Uh, so excited, in fact, that I've actually cancelled my Foxtel service. Um, I did it in preparation, as lots of people have. And um, here's that how that experience goes. Hello, welcome to Foxtel. I assume you're wanting to cancel. Hi, yes, I'd like to cancel. Right, I'll just type you in as today's Foxtel cancellation request number 4012. Uh, But first, I'm required to ask, why would you want to cancel such a wonderful service? Well, Game of Thrones is finished. Yes, granted, but we we are still showing episodes of Thomas the Tank Engine on CBeebies. Is Thomas the Tank Engine like Game of Thrones? Oh, yes, except with more trains. That's not the same. Game of Thrones was the best show ever. What about a 50% discount? Remember, but we have Shortland Street on the Arena Channel. Is Shortland Street a high-budget medieval fantasy with dragons and magic? No, it's a low-budget soap opera from New Zealand. I want Game of Thrones or nothing. Oh, surely, sir, is tempted by our 397 programs about food on the Lifestyle Channel. We have shows about soup, shows about vegetables, shows about hot and cold beverages. Do any of your shows feature naked, raunchy lovemaking with a mysterious sorceress? Oh! Nigella Lawson hosts one, will that do? No. Game of Thrones was the best show ever, and if you don't have it, I'm cancelling. Oh, very well then. Good. Also, can you refund me for the last season of Game of Thrones? It was the worst show ever. Radio Chaser, Triple M. 
Radio Chaser, brought to you by Pizza Express. By appointment to Prince Andrew, Duke of York, official provider of bullshit excuses. Pizza Express. Rated Sydney's best radio show before Kennedy Malloy, it is Radio Chaser. And now it's time for... Death Metal Band. Or Fungus. That's right. This quiz is based on the observation. Heavy metal, death metal bands... Uh, have names that are very similar to funguses. Mm. Checks out. Yep. <laughs> right. So, and you've just got to guess whether I'm talking about a heavy metal band or a fungus. Okay. So, Dom, first one. Hair sedge smut. Hair sedge smut. That <laughs> 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 sounds like a variety of porn. But anyway, I'm I'm going to guess it's death metal band from Scandinavia. Incorrect. Ah. It's it's ah. a um it's a fungus. Dom crocus. Mm. Crocus. Oh, is that a band? Yes, you're right. It is. And here's a clip. It's a Swiss band from 1974. No one does death metal like the Swiss, eh? (laughs) That's right. Okay, next one. Bitter Poison Pie. Andrew? Bitter Poison Pie? Yeah, Bitter Poison Pie. Maybe. I think that might be a fungus. That is correct. Nice work. And a terrible dessert order. Okay, what about this one? Bathory. Bathory? Bathory. What? Andrew? It's a shop that sells baths. What? what? A band. Correct. And not just any old band, an extreme metal band from Sweden. The Swedes have the best death metal, don't they? Okay, we've got uh, got two more. So, Dom. Yes. Um, fingered candle snuff. Oh, I'm hoping it's a fungus I can have for dinner. Correct. It is. How? It is. It's just, don't you know the fungus ca- fingered candle snuff? Sounds disgusting. Um, okay, and this is a tiebreaker because uh, you've both done so well that you're on <laughs> even points. Jock itch. I know that's a fungus because of yeah. And a death metal band. Listen to it from the Philippines. Here's Jock itch. Triple M, Radio Chaser. Oh, this is Radio Chaser on Triple M. But do not touch the dial because the many delights of Kennedy Malloy are coming up very, very soon. Among them, none other than the very funny Tom Ballard. But before that, here's some news for our panel to rate. Cat's pyjamas or cat's piss. Are these stories cat's pyjamas good or cat's piss bad, Charles and Andrew? In in Iowa, they have honoured a wrestling icon uh, with a 3,000-pound cheese sculpture. Um, it took about 40 hours to, to craft a wheel of Wisconsin cheese into a sculpture of wrestler Dan Gable. Is that a lovely tribute for a sporting icon? Oh, I think it's a wonderful tribute for any icon. Look, I mean, scrap the whole plan for the Captain Cook statue, I say. <laughs> I reckon it's a big block of bigger cheese. I think that's the most Australian thing I can think of. No, I'm, I'm cat's piss on this. I mean, I just think the whole thing is very cheesy. <laughs> oh, I love the yellow card. Give him a card for that. Yes. Card, that's a warning. Uh, when interviewed, the wrestler said, probably never thought I'd have a cheese that looked like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done, sir. Haven't we all thought that? Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> um, right, and finally, uh, in a family feud news, this is from Auckland, uh, where two relatives, Hua Chuan Chu and Hua Li Chu, uh, they ran the Mount Albert Barbecue Noodle House together 
but then they've had a falling out. So one of them opened the other Mount Albert barbecue noodle house right next door with the same name. So there's two relatives feuding with restaurants with the same name next door. Is that an amazing family feud or a disaster? Oh, this is real. Uh, I mean, this is a family. This, this is Godfather stuff, Dommy. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them doesn't wake up with a, a stir-fried horse's head in the bed next to them tomorrow. What do you think, Charles? Are you going to have a feud with your family and uh, along similar lines? I'm just terribly worried about this whole story because it involves not being able to tell apart two Chinese restaurants. <laughs> yeah, d- no, don't say any more. Don't say any more, Charles. You don't want to get in trouble. Very, very wise. All right, that's all the radio chats that we have uh, for you. Kennedy Malloy coming up next. We're back tomorrow from three right here on 104.9 Sydney's Triple M.